Intentional Mamas, I want to talk to you from my heart, and this will culminate in a big announcement. Now, don't worry, it's a good announcement with positive results that are coming. But I want to tell you the story of this announcement first, and I actually want to begin with the moral to the story. You're listening to the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. Each week, we encourage and equip moms for this worthy journey of motherhood. I'm Val Harrison, mom to seven and wife to rich for 28 years. We have three married children, two college students, a high schooler, a sixth grader, and two adorable grandsons. That all means the Lord definitely gets an earful of prayers every day from this mama regarding Team Harrison. It also means on this podcast, we talk about all ages and stages of motherhood. Mom, can I walk your journey with you a little each week? I'm going to share practical solutions, encouragement, and sometimes I'm going to tell you the hard things to motivate you to change, but it's all because I love you and I want victory for your family. Let's get started with More Intentional right now. Today, in this story about the big announcement, I want to give you the moral to the story before the story, and here it is. As a mom, you're going to feel a lot of pressure. Well, now that's something you already knew, but hang in there with me. As a mom, you're going to feel all kinds of pressure, and some of it will be invalid, and some of it will be valid. Invalid, such as pressure to have your child in many extracurricular activities, or else your child isn't super kid. That is an invalid pressure. Or when you feel mom pressure to have a very busy schedule, it's as if society is saying that if you aren't overcommitted, then you're not super mom enough. That is an invalid pressure. There are so many invalid mom pressures on us, and I'm sure you already would agree with that, so that's not the moral to the story. (laughs) Some mom pressure is valid concerns, such as, am I getting enough sleep? Or am I getting my kids to eat nutritiously enough? Or am I wasting too much time on social media? Or wasting too much time at a good thing, like a ministry? Is my ministry getting out of balance? Those are valid concerns. They're important issues that we need to be wrestling with and self-evaluating to make sure we're handling our life responsibilities appropriately. So we've got valid and invalid mom pressures. How do we handle those pressures? And here's the moral to the story before the story. The key about mom pressure is we have to learn how to separate the feelings we are feeling about the pressure from the evaluating of the pressure and the acting on the pressure, evaluating the pressure's merit, you know, how valid is this and what should I do about it? Okay, so let's break this down a little bit. There's four steps for mom pressure. Number one, compartmentalize the feelings, separate the pressure feelings from the decision-making process. Feelings are just feelings. Feelings are not a measure of reality. We have to lead by example with our kids in this issue. If we don't want them to let feelings determine their actions, then we must not let our feelings, including pressure feelings, dictate our actions. Acknowledge the feelings of pressure that we're feeling 
and remind ourselves that feelings are not in charge here. They are not reliable. Let's take step two a little deeper. Determine whether the pressure feelings are based on a valid concern. Are they valid or not? Is it an important issue that I'm feeling pressure about? Is it a legitimate concern? You know, sometimes God is the one who is giving a little nudge about something in our life that needs some examining. That could be felt as pressure. We should not just throw out our feelings of pressure without examining them. And that's what step two is. We must do it from a place of determining whether there's something in that pressure that deserves our attention. For example, this week in my group, Intentional Mom Strong Family Facebook group, I am thankful for the moms who participated this week in my question on mom pressure and what are some invalid or valid mom pressures that you routinely feel. Now, one of the pressures mentioned was getting everything done, not letting anything fall through the cracks. Okay, so if we examine that mom pressure, yeah, we should not feel pressure about never letting things fall through the cracks because that is unrealistic. That's partly an invalid pressure because, of course, we moms are going to miss some things once in a while. And we shouldn't knock ourselves for that. However, Let's examine that pressure a little more closely and see if there might also be something legitimate in it. Perhaps we do need to get some better systems in place for juggling life so that fewer things fall. So we have to separate the feelings and evaluate the concern objectively. Well, as objectively as possible anyway. Now let's move to step three of dealing with pressures. And that is, Pray about the pressure. Pray about the legitimate concerns and determine if there's anything we can do about it. You know, sometimes we feel pressure and it's a legitimate issue, but there is nothing we can do. It's out of our hands. And if that happens, we can at least be praying about it. Now, in that prayer, God may show us, actually, there is something you can do. You can do this and then you should do it. I just want you to think of on this step of pray about the pressure that what we can do is sort of mentally lift that burden off of us and bring it to God and say, you know what? I need you to carry this. I need help tackling this pressure and examine it together and then let God help you determine whether there are things you could change to affect that issue, or whether you truly just need to hand it to him and say, Lord, I will just pray about this, but I am not going to own any of those feelings anymore. So ask God to reveal to you what his perspective is on the issue. Now, the final step is rather obvious, and it is take action when God shows action steps to take. So that was the moral to the story on mom pressure. Uh, that is preceding me telling you my story. So here's what it is. It's no secret, if you've been listening to this podcast any length of time, that I feel called to this ministry to reach your hearts, to bring you encouragement, to equip you with tools for the tasks before you as an intentional mom, to tell you, mama, keep being intentional. It is worth it. 
here's some ways to help you be more effective in your quest for strengthening your family. Or sometimes I might tell you, yes, your family may appear to be a big mess, but that big mess is actually a masterpiece made up of uniquely designed by God individuals that he has placed together in one great work of art, your family. Now, that's my calling and thus my passion to reach you mamas with hope and encouragement and insight and resources, sometimes steps to restoration. Now for the part of the story that was the pressure I had. Well, there were three pressures that were warring within me that seemed in conflict with each other. If I fixed one aspect, it would make the other two worse. You get it. You've been there before, right? So one pressure was to keep encouraging and equipping you all through this podcast. And I clearly feel God has called me to do that. So that didn't seem optional, you know, of of whether to cut back on that or take that away. Um, Although I was and did examine that option. I wanted to be sure, is this still God's will? So that was one pressure I was feeling was that I really felt God still wants me to uh, lead this podcast and continue to strengthen, encourage, and equip mamas. But then there was this other pressure that was sort of in conflict with that. And that is that God has given me some specific projects on my heart for all of you. Some things that I'm supposed to get done and create, but I have no time to work on them when I use my ministry time each week to make the podcasts. I try to keep my ministry in balance, you know, a certain amount of time on it because I want to be wife and mama and grandma, and those roles are fleeting. I will not always have a 12-year-old in my house. I will not always have a 17-year-old in my house. These times are fleeting, and I don't want to miss them, even for a ministry. And so I have to continually be balancing what is the right amount here. So I was, you know, have that war going on within me at the time was a pressure about I shouldn't overdo my ministry time. I want to be mama and grandma and wife. But I also clearly feel called that God has laid these new projects on my heart. But I also feel called that I am not supposed to stop the podcast. So what to do? Well, I just I kept praying about this, you know, God, you have put all of this on my heart and on my plate. So how do you want it to look? And until you show me and arrange a a change in my life to fit these new projects in, then until that happens, I just have to keep going with what you've already given me and shown me at this point. Well, for months, I was feeling that pressure and praying about it, but not feeling that God had given me any specific answer as to how to make it all happen. And since I was getting no answer, I wasn't changing course at all. I was waiting for his action steps for me. I was waiting for his perspective on the pressure. Then about a month ago, God made it even more confusing to me. He told me a timeline in which I was supposed to stop creating new podcast content, but not stop making the podcast. 
and instead work on these other projects, but not stop the podcast. And how does that work? I, it made no sense. And so I was continuing to pray, okay, God, you're telling me this timeline, but you haven't told me how to make that possible. Well, then a couple of weeks ago, he told me, he gave me the solution, and I'm totally excited about it. And I think you will be also. So here is the big announcement of God's big solution. He told me to make a list of fellow intentional mamas who are also influencers or podcasters that he wanted me to contact and ask them a question. I was to ask them if they wanted to do a collaboration with me. Would they pick out their favorite episode of mine and then record some of their own thoughts with that? Um, They would be the guest host for the day. So it would be opening up the vault to one of my previous episodes, and they would also share some of their thoughts on that topic as well. So this is what God did. He created a scenario that blesses those other influencers whose ministries will now have a broader reach because of mine. He created a scenario in which you all, my dear intentional mom, strong family community, will be blessed to learn about these other ministries. So it expands your perspective on your role as mom, and you'll be blessed to hear their ideas, and we'll get to listen to these former favorite episodes from the Practically Speaking Mom Vault, and it's a plan in which I get to work on these other resources that he called me to create for all of you. Isn't God awesome? And so it is that my seeking and resting and waiting on the Lord brought me to the last series for season two of the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. And that's what's coming up. It's going to be an extended length series. You'll be receiving some insight from other influential, intentional moms right here over the next several weeks, while also hearing some of my thoughts on lots of mom topics and their thoughts. You'll also be treated to a special Christmas week episode when a guest host shares a Christmas devotional with all of you sweet mamas. You'll hear topics in January about teaching your kids to set goals, about parents setting goals, about mamas getting organized. In December, you'll hear about the top priorities in parenting, And you'll hear from these other influencers from mid-November to mid-February. Then I will get to reveal to you the projects that God placed on my heart to bring to all of you. So I'll still be connecting with you every week through my Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family, and through my Monday emails. If you're not receiving those, sign up for them at my online home, practicallyspeakingmom.com. Uh, where you'll get the six rooms of the Intentional Mom's Home there, that you can click on any of those six rooms of the different aspects of the Intentional Mom's life. And I'll be giving you sneak peeks on the progress of my projects. I might give you peeks through uh, the Intentional Mom's Strong Family Facebook group, or through my Monday emails, or through my Instagram. So I love Instagram. It is lighthearted, and it is quick, and it's inspirational. What you're going to find on my Instagram highlights categories are kitchen, family room, master suite, school room, laundry room, that's organization, front porch, which is spiritual growth, 
siblings, gardening, and even an intentional grandparenting category is on my Instagram. So I hope that you will join me there. Now, Intentional Mama, will you take this journey of the last series for season two? Will you take this journey with me over the next three months? Together, we will meet some new Intentional Mom influencers. We'll open the vault on some of my previous parenting topics and Can you also be praying for me as I work on the parenting resources that God has directed me to create for all of you? Well, now that I've been able to explain to you God's solution to my mom pressures, I would like to introduce you to some of my fellow influencers who are going to become your friends here on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast They are going to be the guest hosts in this last part of season two. So let's meet them real quick. Hello, everyone. I'm Amy Roberts from RaisingArrows.net. Elizabeth Mall of the Chosen Mamas podcast. My name is Katie, and I run the YouTube channel Life in the Mundane. Olivia Hayes from the Mama Marketer blog and podcast. My name is Jan L. Burt of the Burt Not Ernie Show podcast. I'm Lisa Neering through True North Homeschool Academy. My name is Nina from Everyday Blessings. I'm sure thankful that God came up with this great solution. And I do have a little more moral to the story for you as we wrap up today. My intentional mom friend, no doubt, no doubt, you have many mom pressures in your life. You do not want your feelings about those mom pressures to dictate your actions. No, God has a perfect solution for you and for those pressures, and it will all be revealed in his timing. You know, it all revolves around prayer and obedience, seeking his heart for your situation. He is the great patchwork quilter. Can I say that? He takes all of these disjointed remnants of situations in your life and he quilts them together into this quilt of beauty. So don't get in a hurry for his answers. Don't take matters into your own hands and try to do it your own way. God is much better at quilting than you are. Now, let's take an example from Scripture. Consider Sarah in the Old Testament of the Bible. God had told her he was going to make her a mother at a very old age. And not only that, but she was going to be the great, 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 some number of greats grandmother to the Christ. Now, she laughed when he revealed that plan because it seemed so ridiculous that she could be a mother at an old age for the first time. Then she got impatient, waiting for God's solution to this seeming impossibility, and she talked her husband into fathering a child with her maidservant. Now, that's totally outrageous, I know. But in that culture, it wasn't out of the ordinary. Now, we should note here that just because a society accepts some behavior as normal does not mean it is okay or good or what God wants for our lives. God put so many accounts in scripture of people who took matters into their own hands and did what he did not want them to do. And it resulted in great tragedy or disaster or ruin or heartache. 
And that's exactly what happened with Sarah and Abraham when they made this terrible decision to take matters into their own hands. Abraham fathered a son with his maidservant named Ishmael. Then God's timing came. You know, they should have waited for God's timing, but they didn't. But then God's timing came. God's original plan came in God's time. Sarah got pregnant, and that baby was Isaac. Do you know who the descendants of Ishmael and Isaac are today? Ishmael's descendants are the Muslims. Isaac's descendants are the Jews. That's right. Thousands of years later, two nationalities war on because Sarah and Abraham got in a hurry for God's will to happen. Sarah and Abraham let feelings dictate their actions. Now, we as intentional moms, we can do better than that. We can follow four steps regarding pressure. Number one, separate the feelings from the decision-making. Number two, evaluate and determine whether it's valid or not and, and really examine it. Number three, pray about the pressure. Pray for wisdom and direction and for God's perspective about the pressure. And number four, take action when God gives you the action to take. Now, God gives us a lot of guidance in the Bible. There are things that we don't need to wait for his answer on because he has already given his answer in scripture. For example, he tells us not to murder or steal or lie or commit adultery. He calls us to love one another, to forgive one another, to be gracious with one another, to give to the poor, to take care of widows and orphans. That is God's general will, general will for us. And we can use those directions to share our priorities and to impact the world around us. Now, we can use his general guidance that he's given in scripture as our way of shaping our priorities, of impacting our perspective. But what he doesn't tell us in scripture is how much, how much to help the orphans? Are we to adopt each one or is foster care adequate or are we to support others who adopt and foster? The specifics of his calling on us is not written out in scripture. And so to identify his specific will, we have to do something else that he calls us to. And it's something called remaining in the vine. Now, Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Remain in me. Apart from me, you can do no good thing. So how do we remain in him? Well, we live a life of prayerfully seeking his heart on all things, resting in his promises, and waiting for his gentle nudge on our hearts as to what to do. And as we seek and as we rest and as we wait, he begins to reveal to us his specific will for the specific moments of our life. It's a beautiful partnership. It is this remaining in the vine kind of living that is my life source for everything I need and everything good in me. Living a life of remaining in the vine means sometimes he reveals to me ways I need to change or something I need to do or something I said that someone else took the wrong way. Just last night, 
I had to send a text to one of my grown kids and tell them I was sorry for giving my thoughts on something they had not asked for my advice about. Now, God brought that to my mind while I was getting ready for bed last night, that that child needed to know that I believed in their ability to handle that situation, that they didn't need to know what I thought about the situation as much as they needed to know that I believed in them. And so I texted them and I said, I regretted saying anything because I have full confidence in your ability to handle this issue. Do you think that text was helpful to our relationship? I think it was. And it was God who prompted me to do that. It's remaining in the vine, Mama. It's a glorious way to live. Let's take this next step in the journey together right here next week on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. 